None of it's good stuff. But I'm it's, it. Oh, it's what a great goal by Southampton, by the way. It's the absolute classic of every week before we get to a podcast. We have a podcast-worthy discussion in the in and around group chat every week without fail. And then we get on the podcast. We get on the podcast and I'm like, oh, we've got to say, Dave. And he's like, <laughs> what was this week's Unai Emery? And we all oh, like, yeah, he's good. yeah, he's a good manager. <laughs> Good evening. Podcast material. That. Uh, yeah, good evening. That yeah, but from, uh, should he be giving up bloody Villarreal? I'm not sure. Well, I've no idea how it's going for the yellow submarine. Uh, the Liga. Aren't they in top four? They're always. But if they are, and he's going to the Villa, like, what's he doing? Welcome. Like, to he the turned down league. Newcastle. Villarreal is seventh. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Outside. No, but that's I, not. I assume that's outside the European places. I don't it know is, what. It's got to be in Spain, isn't it? Yeah. They're currently in the. That, yeah, they are absolutely. And he won the Europa League the other year. Yeah, well, he, he does that every second look, year at least. Look, if Una, everywhere but Arsenal for the Europa League for Una. Arsenal ever won the Europa League? Football no. heritage. Has cl- closest you, closest you, final the closest you got? To winning it, losing in the final. Yeah, that was yeah. the closest we got. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have you been in the final? The Europa. Yeah. Only one sack, I think. Like we've been in the Champions League most of the time. Most of the time. We had been in the Champions League most of the time. <laughs> okay. Well, we had. Well, like 10 years at this point, but okay. No. I think it was in like a 20-year run. Mate, you haven't heard the Champions League music in decades. I'm saying, look, I get I what you... I can't wait. And neither have I to You, you are right, Ross, but also... Oh, you like, had it way sooner than I... You had it last year, didn't you? No, yeah, it was last year. It didn't feel like it, though. I don't know what year it was when we had it last... We were never really in it last year. Was it uh, 2015 for Arsenal? Was it the Galatasaray goal? Yeah, oh, knocked out versus no, Monaco. Was, uh, no, we didn't get knocked out by Monaco, did we? To be fair, we hadn't didn't have embarrassing... Well, we had embarrassing glosses, but they were to big teams. <laughs> the thing that I miss most about Arsenal, and it's a real shame the away goals rulers out of the way, <laughs> Arsenal getting absolutely togged 3 0 at home for Munich, and then always having a spirited 2 0 away win. Like... Yeah, we lost 3 0 to AC Milan, and no English team would beat him in the San Siro. We went there and won 2 0, dominated him, but still went out because we had a horror show at home. Oh, it's the most Arsenal thing of all time. The one time I went to the Emirates, they lost 3-1 to uh, Bayern Munich. Yeah, Walcott called. Well, he often does, to be fair. He was on show with Robin Ribery, Walcott. He, three three of the top show, uh, yes, to be fair. On show at the weekend for Southampton. Did he actually play? No, he did know, play, yeah. yeah. No, he, he did actually on. play. Yeah. I, I didn't even know who was still how's, there. How's he running? Um, into offside positions quite regularly. Ah, got that. Nothing's changed. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of speaking of nothing changing, what a bloody segue that is! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Right Podcast. I'm Woody Oswald, and joining me this week, like every week, is the Walcott Warbler, Mr. Ross Bird. Good evening. And we're very on brand. Oh, thank you. Also joining us this week is sports media's number one, number one, number one, John Linton, N Dubs, and Mr. Hudson Superfan. It's Mr. White President. <laughs> Hello. And also here. Love Island's newest contestant. It's Mr. Oh, David Harris. Hello. 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 Tell you what, that would get me to start watching this show for the first uh, time. Dave is on there. Yeah. A bloody bomb show. <laughs> 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 
Oh, how are you, Dave? I think I make the pod would get then. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, nervous about this apparent Love Island debut. Um, <laughs> no need to nervous. be nervous, Dave. You're dripping in charisma. Um, I I'll wait to see him in the pool, that. just just picking uh, some spice <laughs> to couple Stead- up with. Steady. Um, Incredible. Here's my thing about Love Island. Um, terrible. But that that summer when it was on with the same time of the World Cup, incredible. Watch one career episode of Love Island. <laughs> one career episode. Which one? It was on his birthday too. It was on my birthday. We were at, uh, at Andy's house. Friend of the and, pod. Uh, friend of the pod, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I got I had to I got forced to watch it on my birthday. He loved so no better second. time to make your debut. Loved every second of it. I might watch it now. My jammer's hosting it. To be fair. <laughs> True. I did not know that. That is huge news. The, the McCrispy as well. Huge. Oh, uh, so. yeah. On her recommendation, we got one. And uh, was it 8.5 out of 10, was it from you, Brad? Yeah. It Look at this. Look at this, Mike. For the viewers, it's been a while. Give me the expected matches. I pretty much only get one once a week now on a Thursday, which is... It's a which real is, counter. Which, you can tell, way, you can tell we're in a... We're in a crisis of funding because we're only one Mackies a week. Real cost of living crisis out here. Mike, Mike, I feel like we're a week away from you texting me saying, let's launch a Patreon so I can afford more Mackies. God. If, shall we do that? Maybe we go to Ronald and ask for some uh, sponsorship. No, 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 no. I'm all in on Cafe Rouge. It's all, I think, Cafe Rouge. <laughs> Just got Arteta shouting about forget Poulet. <laughs> um, right, plenty to talk about. Um, let's start with the good news of the week. Steven Gerrard has been sacked. Um, no news yet on whether or not they're actually going to send him to prison for battering a bloke in a nightclub, but there we are. Um, <laughs> in true fashion here, ladies and gentlemen, new manager bounce, Villa win 4-0, decides to play with a bit of width. Um, where, can I, quick question, where does Gerrard go now? What kind of job is he looking at? Uh, Punditry. Well, other than the high performance podcast, where can you see him turning up? Uh, jail for assault. Championship. There you go. He might also go on Stephen Bartlett's podcast while he's doing the rounds, but yeah, I don't, I don't actually know where he goes next. Uh, Watford will probably have a rotation in the next few months, so maybe he gets in on one of the new Watford gigs. I can't see Slavin Village last in long. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, right. So, so Gerard's thing in. So Gerard obviously won the league in Scotland. Whoopty uh-huh. did. Won out one out of nine trophies in a two horse league. Um, yeah. That's not great. Um. Obviously Villa's been such a catastrophe. Villa's been really bad for him. Like really bad for him. Like this is a, an absolute reputation killer. I just. I was trying to. I sat down and I think, where does Gerard go? And obviously, he's going to get a job based on the name. But I can't see a single Premier League club. Nope. Taking the taking the plunge. Mike has floated England. What are um, the odds are like on that? Mike? I don't want to see him. I don't think. I'll check that for you. Ben. Can he can he manage England if he scouts? I oh, surely they can't. England surely wouldn't go for him. No, no. Um, what did you guys make of them sacking him 
literally after the Fulham game. Oh, I, mean, I mean, it was quite funny, but I didn't love them sending him out for his press conference. And then, as soon as he comes out of the room, pretty much he sees what they fired him. It was a bit brutal as well with the like 13 word statement or whatever it was from a club spokesperson saying, mm. Yeah, just thank, thank him for his time and effort. And that was about it. I was like, Woof. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think there's. There's wider tactical reasons for why Gerard um, lost the job, um, but Villa fans never seem to warm to him, and I guess part of that seems to have been with his character. I mean, I go back to the Ming situation where he was quite abrupt. Um, what do you guys make of? What have you kind of made of the Steven Gerrard kind of press conferences and kind of like moroseness throughout the start of the job? I've never been overly convinced by him <clears throat> as. A- as I think I said last week or the week before, he's one of those where you feel like if you need to get in the trenches at half time, he can probably give you a good team talk. But if you're trying to beat, I mean, this game would have been interesting against Brentford. I, I don't think he's got players up for this much. And now that he's gone, <laughs> they win 4 0. They're, what was it, 3 0 up after 15 minutes, which even Live Score was managing to keep up with that this week, which is crazy. <laughs> how much of a wobbler they're having at the moment as well but his stock has definitely taken a massive nosedive with this job and yeah like we were saying I don't know I don't know where he goes from here if you if he'll fancy it again obviously Liverpool is is one that's always been floated but no I don't think he's there's no way he gets that job after after this he needs to do a good job somewhere else first yeah um, I think it'll just have to be championship. But I can't, I can't see him get another prem job. Does he get, can he get himself up for the championship? I'd be surprised if any championship team takes him at the current moment in time. I would not. I wouldn't either. Well, he's yeah. got no, he's got no pedigree. Well, like, he kind of has with, with Rangers. That yeah, he did pretty yeah, well. But I, know, I understand what you're saying about they the... Were in the cups. And I mean, yes, oh. they were great that one season. But again, it doesn't help him, does it? Like managing Rangers and Celtic, you're expected to win things. He won one of nine, and obviously he's come to the prem where it's like, okay, fair enough. He's been decent enough there for three years at face value. This is his time to step up and and be fine in the pram, and he's been woeful. Is is more the problem? I no, mean, I I agree. He's been terrible there, but I think we, we maybe are maybe Rangers taken back. Possibly, yeah, maybe, yeah. No, I think they might. Yeah, I think maybe. I think, respective of like how good he is as a coach, you got to understand that a lot of the decisions made in football are because football's a business. And like it or not, Stephen Gerrard's a name who's going to sell you tickets. In particular, if you're in the Championship, you might be, you might think about that, and you might be able to talk yourselves into it. And I mean, the worrying thing for Gerrard is more that his failure at Villa, particularly after he lost um, his number two, is it Michael Beale? Who's now at I was about to say. Yeah. yeah. Now, now he's lost yeah. him, who was very much when you read the reporting, is kind of um, uh, was almost a second in, was more than a second in command. And ever since he's lost him, it's all gone a bit pear shaped. So Gerard's got to answer the questions of: Is what he's bringing? To, is he? Is the 
the win in Scotland, how much of that can be laid at his door and how much of that magic is still there if he's not got his number two with him? That is an interesting point. And Beal's been linked with two Prem jobs. He's already turned one of them, or if not both of them, down already. Stay at QPR. So, yeah, his stock seems to be rising while Gerard's tanks, <laughs> which is quite funny. It seems like a bit of a bizarre situation. He's only managed 17 games, Michael Beale, so it's crazy that people are willing to take that much of a gamble on him already. He's never managed anywhere before. Keep that is up. true. I mean, but it just shows how highly respected well, he is. That, no, that, pro- that probably tells you how people view the job he did at Rangers. I mean, when when I read the while he was there. Yeah, when I read the post um, Gerard autopsy kind of thing on that was doing the rounds about the Villa, a lot of them said a lot of it said that about Bill leaving, and it was really interesting to find out that a couple of the players thought almost like apparently he was too assertive for a number two, and he wasn't really a number two. And I just thought that's really interesting when you're looking at Gerard and kind of what he is and the way they talked about the relationship being was Gerard told Beale how he wanted his teams to play and Beale implemented it so that's crazy uh, yeah that's that that worries me in terms of job prospects is he always going to have to attach himself to um a really high well that makes him borderline useless doesn't it be fair. Yeah. No, because no, because a manager's job, a manager's job is a million other things. But I get your point that there's, it makes him less employable than many others. Yeah, you said Mike, um, but you put in our little chat. Rooney was an example of someone who had no, he got a championship job, didn't he? With no, with nothing really. Just Lampard too. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, I mean, Lampard got the Everton job, and he hadn't. I mean, the derby, he should have got promoted. Oh, no, no, I'm not comparing them as in. It went a bit sour for Lampard at the end at Chelsea, didn't it? First season's a good achievement, though. Yeah, I agree. But he's still got another Prem job. I think Gerard, I think he walks into a championship job if he wants one. Swansea maybe comes to mind. If if they get rid of their coach, maybe they'd... Particularly when, when... 10 or 12 of them, basically half the league or a thir- at least a third of the league have already sacked their manager this season. There's a massive turnover in the championship and at some point someone will think, yeah, like you said, Will, the I business mean, of having Gerrard is not a terrible idea. Carrick's just got a job, hasn't he, without any... Uh... Carrick's just gone to Middlesbrough, hasn't he, today? Yeah, Middlesbrough. The thing I don't know Ger- if he'd been coaching... He'd worked at United, hadn't he? Yeah, he was he was coached at United and then obviously had a couple of games in charge when <clears throat> before Ranyit came in. But other the than thing, that the thing with Gerard's future though, is he has to pick his next job he has to pick absolutely like like prop like he has to it has to be the perfect situation because if to to drop down the level and then for that to go badly practically confirms you will not be back at that top level. I mean, you get it with coaches all the time. I mean, Steve Bruce is always the example I think about where Steve Bruce was coaching in the Premier League and then as soon as he sort of dropped a level and it still wasn't working there, he never, he's never made his way back up in a way. I mean, recently, not in the past. And Gerard Faisal... Only manager to be sacked by all the Midlands clubs or all the... I want him in Tesco buying a ham. What? <laughs> yeah. Hey Dave, how are Blues doing? I, I should have asked you this. Not on the we're actually doing we're actually doing okay, you know. 
we're playing some pretty good stuff. So, do you know who your owner is yet? Uh, no. Even Andy Street's written to the EFA. Oh. To... Is the bottom of the is the bottom tier of the ground open again yet? Not until next season, Mike. They next are season. a joke. Christ. Yeah, they're they're starting the surveys and stuff, and they reckon they're going to be able to <laughs> start. Oh, the survey! It's been yeah. shut for over a year. They're gonna they're gonna be able to start on that second half of this season um, after the World Cup, and then it'll be open. For the new Who's even in charge team? of Blues? I don't even know who's there. John Eustace. Cool. He, he seems a good coach. I was dubious, but playing good stuff. So Stevie will be in there by the end of the season. Steve, Steve and Gerrard's a very blues appointment. Oh, I was hoping yeah, I'd I rather have Steve Breeze. <laughs> no, you really? <laughs> oh, maybe actually. I don't know. Um, what's I mean? What's going back to Gerrard? What do you and his tenure at Villa? How much of the blame really does have to sit with him and how much of it has to sit with Villa buying talented players that don't actually fit the system that anyone's been trying to do, be that Dean Smith or Gerrard? I mean, yeah, some of the recruitment doesn't make sense. I mean, Ings and Watkins together is just a massive headache for, for anyone. Um, obviously, Watkins' finish is a headache. <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen Watkins' goal for the weekend? Yeah. We were, uh, we were talking about it before you came on the call. Oh, my God. It's one of my favourite things I've ever seen. It's the open goal, hits the one thing in the way once, and then does it again. And then it still drops <laughs> right in its feet again for a third time. Oh, man. But surely Gerard was okay in these signings, wasn't he? You signed Gerard for this project. There's no way these names are coming so, in without. So to Gerard's signings, Bubika Kamara, who has got injured but is good by all accounts. Diego Carlos. Um, Diego Carlos, good, got, got injured. Um, and then I'm trying to give these other ones. It's Coutinho is the big yeah. one, really. Disaster that one. Yeah, and that that one has that one's the one you kind of judge him on, and it's played out. But going back to beforehand as well, I mean, you've got Luca Dean, um, you've got Emmy Wendia for Dean Smith, you've got um, what? I mean, obviously you've got Watkins, but you've got Danny Ings. The Danny Ings one still baffles me. Still absolutely yeah. baffles me. Like, regardless of what we think of Ollie Watkins now, I mean, the season when they first got up, he scored a lot of goals for the Villa and they played through him. And then immediately you go, we're going to get Danny Ings. And I don't know, they just, they just don't seem like they, they don't seem like they play to the strengths of either striker. And they just put them together and they sort of like, all right, you figure it out. They just put a jumble of players, none of whom can really play in the same sort of system. It's like they've just bought names rather than. It's so Everton. It is very Everton, yeah. It's like, right. it's the classic, like, oh, who have Everton side X? Oh, it's Andre Gomez. What does he do again? <laughs> I know Andre <laughs> Gomez is going to be the first name. <laughs> Andre Gomez is literally like, I just feel like I refuse to believe he's Portuguese. I think he's just been like Andrew Gomez or something. Like, I'm not having it. Like, he just, honestly, just walk, he he's was out. still there, is he? Probably. Where's he going? Like, he looks like he should be a. The, you, Andre Gomez, you'd expect to see it like this five aside at your nearest pure gym or something he's, like. He's at Lil. He's at Lil on loan from Everton. Okay, him and Jose found that absolutely uh, passing up a storm over in the French league. Um, yeah. Seven matches, no goals, no assists, two yellow cards. This is his output. It's Andre Gomez. Yeah. Sorry, Andre. Excellent. <laughs> Honestly, it's not too late to go back to school, Andrew. 
you could you could like do a degree in audit or something. I feel like that would perfectly suit you. Career after. But imagine putting him, Tom Davis, and Oliver Skip in the same midfield, or Harry oh, Winks. Oh yeah. Well, Harry uh, Winks look, as well. I, I don't like Oliver Skip a lot, but I, I think Harry Winks is the better fit if we're picking top the midfielders who just. God yes. Oh mate, honestly. Harry Winks for England. God. Oh God. Where's he? Sam Doria now, isn't he? I think. Get him on no, the plane. Really? Harry Winks isn't getting. I think he's on loan. Yeah, he is. He's just over there having dry pasta and salt. Like that's Harry Winks. He's not getting the fifty-five match shortlist. Is that? A, should we do an episode picking our fifty-five match shortlist <laughs> and then do the twenty whatever it is, twenty-three? Is it? Look, if it's a fifty-five man list, Danny Warwick's making it. If it's a fifty-five man list. Michael Keane is not making it though. Just letting you know that. It's got wheels, are we, are we getting the return of Hodgson for that part? Yeah, he hasn't been on for a long to. time, but I do think he has to come back for that. Aaron Cresswell on the plane. <laughs> um, okay, uh, that's enough Villa. Although I did feel quite vindicated at the weekend when uh, I asked my dad who went to the game, what did Villa do differently? He said, oh, well, they, they played with width. <laughs> I was like, oh, funny, funny, Gerard, isn't it? He said, that comes to go, you wazzock. Um, anyone... Any other big games this weekend? United, Chelsea, Spurs, Newcastle. Quick side note: there's a, there's a Sky Sports article here. Please say this for talking about Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, fuck United, Chelsea. There's there's a England World Cup squad ladder on oh, the Sky Sports okay. website. What? So it has. I don't know. Uh, 15 who are guaranteed on the plane. Who's guaranteed on the plane? Then there's in the departure lounge. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Which takes us to 26 players. And then there's, uh, what do they call this section? Hoping their cab makes it to the airport down to 40. Who's in in WH Smith buying some polos? That's what I want to know. (laughs) Hoping they get Ollie Watkins? (laughs) Uh, Joe Look, Gomez, a new entry at 36. It sounds like blooming the charts. Top of the pops. I'll tell you what, if, if, I, if Ollie Watkins is on the plane, it needs it needs shooting down. I'll tell you that much. Jordan Pickford in at three. Wow. Oh, I am out on this list. Jordan Pickford. I just hope you're oh, all prepared no, for Jordan Pickford good. playing for England in the World Cup. Yeah. He's going to play every game. I feel like Ramsdale's the one who's going to miss out. For England, I'm well, sure that should be the case. Let's see where he is on. I feel like it should be Dean Henderson. Oh, Henderson's not going. Nick Pope will go. Oh, you have but to take three keepers, don't you? So they've got Ugh. Pope and Ramsdale. Yeah, Henderson 38 on the chart. Ben White's 32. But as I've said, he's smiling more. Connor Kennedy is on the plane, according oh, to this. Guys, 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 I'm ready. To, I'm just going to say it now. People I'm are going to get really upset when we don't take James Madison. But if we're playing Harry Kane, we can't take James Madison. Oh, don't give me this tactics snooze fest. Just take <laughs> no. it. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, there's, there's players that actually have a chance of playing that we could take, which is probably what we do. But also, while I'm at it, 
I don't want to. I don't want to see us kick off. Who are we playing first game? Is it Iran? Or whatever. They're on yeah, about kicking Iran out. Well, 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 they ain't going to do that, are they? <sighs> I can't see it. Honestly, this is what I'm saying. Like, if Iran get kicked out for like selling arms and stuff, I mean, we must be so grateful that we there weren't any like World Cups of the 1700s. <laughs> Would we have played at any of them? Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's got William Wilberforce announcing that we're allowed back in. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, what a reference. Uh, right, okay, let's quickly talk about something worthwhile. I'm not um, happy about this list, by the way, Mike. I'm a no, big fan. Save it. We will talk about this at a later date. Um, this is going to be a great pod when we pick Ben up. White is, is dropping down this list, apparently. Have they been watching any? Eddie Blanco. When when was this last updated, I suppose, is a big question. It was the 17th, so Monday, last week. So You've got an assist. Yeah, well, that wasn't taken into account, was it? That was this weekend. Any chance, Sky? Update your bloody ranking, your ladder. Right! <laughs> okay. New, Newcastle Spurs. Right, let's talk about that instead of United-Chelsea. United-Chelsea, dull. Not interesting. It was Liverpool, Man City, only with less quality. There you go. That was how it was. Um, Newcastle, Spurs, though. United were better, though. They were. Agreed. Not by much, though. Very much. I'm fine with that. Just needed it on the record. Yeah. They're actually a bad matchup for Chelsea, just in terms of the speed they've got. One thing I will say before we move on. um, Dave, what game's that? Newcastle. Okay, cool. We'll come back to you. Quick thing, quick side note. Jorginho, what a diabolical <laughs> performance. It's, I just I want to get that on the podcast. He is useless. Um, get a word on Kepa's resurgence, Will? Um, the word is fraudulent, I think is what it is. Uh, I mean, did I, he have saved the header? Did he pull the did he put the ball over the line? Is the big, big question with the header. No, he could so. have saved the header. He couldn't have saved the header. Yeah, I've just seen a narrative about this and I don't like it. There's <laughs> plenty of... Uh, what I, here's what I don't understand about the Kepa resurgence. Why is no one putting the ball on top of him at corners? Because that's what he was famously shit at. But do that. And then he won't be a resurgence anymore. Anyway! Who have Chelsea got in the Champions League? Let's hope oh, they're listening. Fucking Salzburg. Honestly, they actually could be listening out of all the. They, they could be listening. Might be listening. And if they are listening, Ross Byrne is like a big Christian fan Moore. of energy drinks. Yeah, not Red Bull, though. Oh, well. Look, well, no, just because I'm not a fan of the F1 team. You're so, fucking uh, talking us out of money over there. Um, right, it's that time. Mike, hit Dave for the intro. It's time for Dave's stat of the week. Cheers, Mike. Uh, it's about it's about Newcastle, Almiron in particular. He scored five goals in his last five Premier League appearances. His last five goals in the Prem, it took him 61 games to score five goals. Quite the upturn in form. Next time when you do these, can you have just a one-word end? You know, like opt to do on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's what I need out of you. Resurgence. Relish, that'd be the word. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, uh, do you think Newcastle are legitimate top four contenders or do you think that they're currently on a hot run of form buoyed by 
over-reliance on certain goal scorers who won't keep this production up for the rest of the season. I can see them being a genuine top six. I don't know about top four. I think I, I think the thing is with Newcastle is they've definitely got some very good players, but they I feel their squad as a whole isn't doesn't have maybe enough depth to carry them to top four. Um, a bit like West Ham, really, where they, they've been really good the last few years. But, you know, when there's a few players missing, the players that have to come in instead. Now, I know this applies with most teams, but the top four, the quality of the squads, they still have someone who, frankly, is very good to come in, whereas Newcastle, uh, an injury away from Jacob Murphy. So... He'd been starting or, at that point, to be fair. Or, or Ryan Fraser, um, which is probably worse, actually. Callum I, think, like I think they'll be. Incident. I think they'll be in that scrap for the for like four, five, six, whatever come the end. But I don't. I don't think they'll get it. Um, I'd be surprised if they did. I think you're right. I don't think they've got enough. Well, much top four quality in the in the uh, squad. Um, yeah, definitely well, top six. Seems really they good. can stick around. They'll add in January though. Yeah, that's true. true. Mike. Yeah, and they can add if they're in a decent spot by then. Where are they now? They are fourth. So they if they fourth, can yeah. stick around this sort of region, I think that improves the quality of play they can get. Even though we've seen them not be too outrageous so far, I think they could add some decent players in January again. Be interesting to see post World Cup. They'll they'll probably buy like the Hamas Rodriguez of this World Cup, whoever that turns out to be. Danny Welbeck. Um, I just want a quick quick word on Callum Wilson, <laughs> who's got 24 goals in 52 games for Newcastle in the league. Um, just thought that was interesting, given he gets eight goals a season. I do. Well, he's been there for how long? How many seasons has he been there? Three years. There you go. That's eight goals. A season. Twelve goals in his first season. Eight in his last four in this one. It is funny whenever Literally I see bang on that bang on, he'll get injured next game and that'll be that. <laughs> it is funny every time I see Callum Wilson, I just is uh, lining up against us. I check how many goals he scored this season. Well, he's already used <laughs> up his quota. <laughs> he's up four, mate, in eight games. He's only yeah, got four he got left. Twelve the first year, and that was his biggest mistake. <laughs> <laughs> do you um do you buy the Almiron? Because I saw a load of people, I saw quite a few people saying that Amaron seems to have taken his game up a level. But he's scoring some absolutely outrageous goals, great strikes, but something about the the nature of them makes me think that at some point he's going to come crashing back down to earth and with it, Newcastle's form. What do you think? Yeah, there's only so long you can have Grealish's face on a dartboard and it still mean the same, you know. <laughs> uh, you're right, Will. He scored, he scored some belters and that's obviously not going to continue as we... Well, I mean, it might, but... Clearly, he's just picked a bit of confidence, doesn't he? And uh, he's clearly picked his game up, hasn't he? I mean, it's difficult to deny that that's happened. Um, yeah, I think he's decent. He's, he's woefully Watford. Yes, he is. It is, it is true that he's now playing in a better team as well. He's got better and players around him. He's got which a better... Too. A coach is better... At, coaching attacking football that he's had there um it is actually interesting that they're doing most of this without sam maximan too isn't it who's injured with, with joel linton though crucially joel linton no goals this season mike so he, going up there, no he doesn't need any mate 
Did you see us hit the post, then hit the bar or whatever it was? <laughs> yeah. Very Watkins. That is very Joel Linton. In it, yeah. And, and I mean, just thinking about it, they have got a couple of key injuries. I mean, like Isak's out for even longer, I think, beyond the World Cup. And he obviously, when he starts, yeah, that, that is going to hurt them when Wilson goes stone cold. <laughs> Don't got Chris Wood waiting in the week. You can't, you can't say stone. Oh my God. Newcastle, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Chris Wood. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, the thing. How did he ever leave Burnley? I'm still kind of annoyed. <laughs> how, how much do you think they paid for Chris Wood? Wasn't it like 20, 20 mil? 20 mil, yeah. 27. 27. Yeah, Ooh, well, yeah, that's yeah. value, if you ask yeah. me. Same as we paid for Shevchenko. He scored more I'm, goals, too. Well, that's uh, totally different. <laughs> if Isaac's yeah, worth 60, then Chris Wood's worth 27. Let's be fair. Yeah. Well, when Burnley come back up, <laughs> we can go back there, Mike. fair. Yeah, Callum Wilson from Coventry, everyone. Oh, no, it's everybody's Wikipedia. What happened yeah. to Val Veghorst? <laughs> he's up a six us now. Kicktus, banging him in, by the way. Talk about production. He was productive in the Bundesliga, I suppose. Kicktus is the absolute graveyard of strikers. Hey, Alley is. Deli Four goals, four assists for Val. <laughs> How is uh, Deli Alley doing? Do we know? Uh, I'll get not you that well. report. Not well. Not well. I mean. <sighs> Can we talk about how bad Spurs are? No, one second. I, I just, I do just want to say that I am, I do think that Newcastle probably um, will be in an interesting spot come the World Cup because we'll see if they can make, like everyone, if they, the teams that are going well, are going to have to get themselves back up for it post Christmas. It's almost going to be a bit like a reset. But the one thing is, in the month off that we have for the World Cup, I really do hope that Eddie Howe finally finds the time to do a bit of reading and research as he's been promising to do in every press conference and when he gets asked something. Um, yeah, he's too focused on the football world. Oh, no, he, he, just, he, he surely could get 10, 20 minutes because that's all it took me to find some stuff, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or you keep stuff in your blood money in your pockets. Anyway, Spurs. Um, oh, God. I'll tell you what, I'm feeling really good about pegging them as almost potential third title favourites, aren't you? As everyone did before the I season. I put it behind Arsenal, I think, didn't I? Thank you yes, very much. She, yes, you did. Yes, you did. I don't like the 120s. No. <laughs> They're never right, but we were right about Brighton. Yeah, I've been shockingly right about Brighton, in fairness. <laughs> Given that squad. Um, so Spurs, their undefeated home record finally uh, ended. I say finally ended as if uh, as if it was a real thing. Um I don't quite know how to judge Spurs because they're not doing very well in Europe, but they are doing fine in the Premier League. But every time I watch them, they look abysmal. They are awful. I can't believe they were briefly level with Man City on points. I just have no idea how that's happened. They just can't attack at all. They're they're so dull. They they just sat... Yesterday, was it the day before? Five men behind the ball. Well, five men at the back. And they're just... Home was playing just long ball to Son over the top. And just seeing what can happen between him and Kane, I just they can't get the ball through midfield to the strikers and any kind of like fluid attacks. It's atrocious to watch, absolutely atrocious. I think so. There's two things, 
two things there. Like, if you play five at the back, it doesn't necessarily mean that you play you play in defensive football because there's ways to play five at the back and you can defend quite high up and aggressively. But Spurs completely don't do that. They completely drop into a low block and they look really awful. And I think when I've watched Spurs and you listen to the the crowd reaction, particularly at the weekend in the first half, I just think back to this kind of like um. Eric Dyer tried to pick out Ryan Sessignon with a crossfield pass, got it wrong, boos and whistles and stuff, and then at halftime, boos and whistles and everything. So it feels like, for all the kind of theory behind Spurs, the cracks are, are really starting to show in a way that it kind of reminds me a little bit Conte's second season at Chelsea, where he then started sniping at people in the press. Um, and he's... Uh, his contract runs out in 2023. Do we think he signs another one? No. 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 I do not. Does he deserve to sign another one? Well, as of this moment, they've overachieved in the league massively, I think, given how they've been playing. It's heading down a path that would say no, but at the moment it's still probably yes. Yeah, that's what I think. Have they overachieved based on the quality that they've got? No, I'd say probably not. But I I don't know, maybe. He did some good work when he first came in. At the end of, well, I said the end of last season, the, the last... After Nuno left, I think he did a decent job. But they were not this dull when he came in last year. This is what he does, though. It is just shit. Well, no, it isn't what he does because it kind of is, though. This is what he does everywhere, pretty much. When it's, I mean, when it's flying, when it's flying, I think back to his first season at Chelsea and his last season at Inter. When it's flying, he plays some really good stuff. But when it's not going well, he reverts reverts to form. That's not the the larger sample size, which is just shit, boring. I suppose not. True. Rubbish. Ross that he throws out there every week. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, the, the biggest con- sucks, but he's a winner, so it's all right. Um, oh, fuck. I off. think this squad maybe is thought to be better than it is. I would, I would say as well. There's a lot of players I don't like who are playing a lot. I don't like the squad either for what it's worth, but he sucks. Like, Damage get Sanchez someone interesting in there for he's... Christ's sakes. <laughs> It is interesting when you talk about style of play. Like Marini, when Mourinho Spurs were briefly top of the Premier League, it was because they were playing on the counter and Son and Kane were scoring every chance. And when Conte's side were looking good, it was because they were playing on the counter and Son and Kane were scoring every chance. And both situations sort of, when someone stops scoring every chance and you're creating less and you're defending more, you're less likely to win points. Isn't that right, Dave? Very true, Will. Very true. Kane, Kane and Son are going to be so upset with themselves that they never left that club at the end of their careers. They're going to have won nothing still. Sorry, Spurs fans, but I don't know if anyone actually still listens that's a Spurs fan after the win. Um, <laughs> if you are, we don't sucks. want you. <laughs> Particularly for Kane and Son, who are clearly world class. Kane. Next Kane's only motivation to stay is see if he can beat the Premier League goal. But I think he will break the record if he stays. I, I can't see that he won't. Honestly, and his career will still have been a failure. Yeah, but on a, this, yeah. the, like he could have Carry Kane could have 300 goals, and I'm still not going to turn around. I, I I'm still not going to say that 
I was scared of Harry Kane, like I was scared of the other strikers. Like Harry Kane has this ridiculous record in North London derbies, Ross. Does Harry Kane scare you as much as Rooney and Drogba did? No, no way. Like, this is what I mean about Harry fucking Kane. Like, he just, he leaves me cold. Like, he's objectively, (laughs) objectively one of the best English strikers I've ever seen. But I cannot be arsed with him. Like, what is the point? Like, I just watch him play and I'm like, honestly, he might as well be another taxman. Like, what, uh, what, he's just, is boring. I think he's actually getting want, slower on a week by week basis. He's boring. He, he plays slow. in boring teams, and he's never going to win anything. You know what, yeah, Harry you Kane? Any of his interviews because he's pretty interesting. Oh no, he isn't. I watched him. On, I watched him. <laughs> I watched him deliver his fucking transfer request via the fucking overlap. Like, how cowardly do you have to be to get on there with Gary Neville? Be talking about golf, going, yeah, one of these days I might leave Spurs. Put in the request, you twat. Even Danny Rose. <laughs> Who's got the backbone of like a fucking amoeba? Even he put in a proper request. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harry, and what about it? Like, I texted Ross at the weekend to say that I'm worried about Saka because Saka spends his entire life getting kicked, and he has a reputation as a diver now for some reason, and he doesn't yeah, get any cool. Harry Kane is the most egregious diver I've yeah. ever, I've seen. Yes. Tom Davis. Yeah. Honestly, you blow him, you blow on him and he goes down, mate. It is shocking. Oh, he, he sucks. Sure, I wouldn't even have him on the plane. Like, let's get a... Like, this is what I'm saying. We've got all these wonderfully creative players and we've got a striker who's moved less than Nelson's column. He sucks. <laughs> oh. I feel like that was a bit of a talk sport take. <laughs> no, no, look, look. I'm, I'm saying all this. Like, Harry Kane is obviously maybe the best English striker around I, I don't agree but maybe like whatever but I just don't care well, you're like, talking all time you're he's talking up. around right now he's up there all time surely on the body of work yeah no, play, I thought you were questioning whether he's the best English striker around right now he's not Ivan Tony is but there you are I well like, oh, just, you get there with Spurs every year where I'm like you know they've got possibly the best possibly the like, player for player they've possibly got the best front three in the league when Kulisewski's fit and it's not Richarlison you pull in the face who's better uh, pick and choose some of Man City's front three players alright you put Harland, Harland Harland Foden and Mahrez I would still take that I would still take Son and Kane over those. Yeah, yeah Son but and Kane are good he's not quite that, is he? He is. I mean, if you want to pick Mares now, he's better than current Mares. He, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He sort of hit the ground running early, didn't he? Like, and ever since then, he's got injured, but he's still good. Look, yeah. I digress. I, I wouldn't anyway, pick. Yeah. I, I would rather have. I would rather have literally any player than Larry Kane. The bloke is. Like he's. he's Will's not putting him on the plane, Mike. No, really. don't put him on the plane. Like we watched it in the Euros. We watched all our creative players look forward to if someone was going to run, and Harry Kane's just going. No, I'm going to drop into the number ten role, Mason. Man, how about you run and play off the striker? Like, I, it's because he's so he's, slow. He is. Ivan he's for oh, ages, and I'm happy to we would push. England would be better and a more cohesive team if Ivan Tony played up front and Harry Kane. 
Yeah, I like it's this. Not Get Tammy I Abraham like up there. Tammy Abraham, better up front for England than Harry Kane, guaranteed. Because he'd actually run. God. I'd like to see it with Tony. I really would. I'd like to see Harry Kane left. I, I think down. you could get away with it in the open, particularly if it is around the first game. I think you could get away with well, it. I agree, but that, that he's been, never going to do it in a million years. Obviously not. I'm just saying, if you want, if but, you did want to give him a. You could get away with it. Oh, I'm just going to have to sit there, Arno, when Harry Kane wins another goal. I'm not willing to. Another golden blue because like Saka's cross is deflected in off his cock. Like I don't want to, I don't <laughs> care. Like, everyone's like Harry Kane's a golden boot winner at the World Cup. Like he scored like twenty goals against Panama. Like I could score against. He scored Panama. most most. Like, who cares? No, no. Yeah, well, what's your over under a season against Panama? <laughs> oh, like Will Chamberlain numbers. That's what I'm putting up. Hundred points okay. in a game. Like honestly. It's just that was the thing. Like everyone was like, "Oh, he's so good." I'm like, "Did you watch the hat trick? The last one deflects in off his heel. Like that should this be his goal." Premium talk sport round. It should. Be, it, it, that should be his goal. This like, is so Jamie O'Hara. It is, isn't it? it no, is. Jamie O'Hara loves him. He thinks he's the second coming. No, nah, this is gonna be a bottle whore if I've ever heard it. But, I, but you know what I mean. Like he is great, but who who gives a fuck if he doesn't win anything? I'm with you. Like. You can have 50 more goals than Alan Shearer. There is no situation I would rather have Harry Kane than Alan Shearer. Well, uh, you might when the Blue Harbour boys bring home the cup this winter. Uh, honestly, he could he could win a World Cup and I wouldn't count it. <laughs> like I would like it would be very England to win a World Cup that was built on slave labour, wouldn't it? God. You don't need a Kane injury just before the cup. No, honestly, we do. Like. All the broken metatarsals we've had. Can we have one now, please? <laughs> can we? While we're at it, can we get rid of Foden too? God, I don't want to see. I don't want to see him failing to go past his man on the wing for the 80th time. Fuck you, your squad. When we do that, that pod is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I've got to put them all in because that's a sensible thing. But I'll be praying for an injury. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I tell you what, Son, Kane, and it, Amaron. That's your. That's your front three. <sighs> gets you a Champions League, that does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There was, yeah. I don't care. Let's get out of here. I'm just I'm sick of Harry Kane. But I just, I just. So he was. He started doing as well. He started whinging a bit like Bruno Fernandez at refs. Oh. I noticed that at the week. He's been oh. doing that for years, though. I never oh. really picked up on it as much, but he was. Just... Fucking Tom. Daly, Do you remember as well when Kane used to just back into defenders whilst they were like in the middle of the air? Jumping for a header. He still does that. Yeah, he always... used to be so. Uh, well, maybe he doesn't do it as much, but he used to have someone nearly breaking their neck nearly every week. And he's he's out there getting all these decisions as well when they're doing that. I there are I can think of just off of my head all time Premier League seven strikers I would rather have over Harry Kane at least. At least, mate. At least. And Look, Giroud's more. one of them for me. So. And now he's up there for me, to be honest. What a, what a player. I'd take the over too. Yeah. I'm taking Welbeck, so there we go. Okay. Uh, I think we'd also take Welbeck. Like, think about what Harry Kane's done for us in the World Cup. He's got against Panama. Welbeck could do that. He did against, like, San Marino. I've said it before. Great record for England. I just, honestly, like if Harry Kane retires and that's all he's ever done, like he's never won any. He, <laughs> England aren't going to win the World Cup, so but, he's actually going to have nothing. But 
this is the thing about Harry Kane. Like the one knock against it, you know, the one knock against Thierry Henry is always that he's never scored. He doesn't score in finals. I mean, he doesn't care because he was so great. It doesn't matter. Harry Kane doesn't score in finals either. Because I don't even get well, that. Uh, yeah. But when no, even when he gets there, he's useless. Like Harry Kane's arrogance and insistence on playing in the Champions League final is one of the reasons Spurs were completely non-competitive in that game. Like, and it's not talked about enough. He's just a, he's just a waste of a, a player. Anyway, let's get out of here. <sighs> Sayonara. No, no. You've got yourself so angry here, Will. This is great. I just, I, I, you know, it's, I'm, I'm so sick of having to respect players I don't actually respect. Like, I've got zero respect for Harry Kane as both as a human being and as a player. <laughs> like, everyone's like, he does all these great charity work off the field. I'm like, yeah, but on the field, he in, he recklessly endangers people. He's just a, he's a right twat. You're actually, uh, have... you're actually turning me away from Harry Kane, like, Massively here. I just, just I well, I have visions of you just like as soon as we stop recording, just like punching something you read. Oh, it's fine. I just uh, no time. I just I. Everyone's always I mean, like, he's oh, got a dartboard with Kane's face it's on. It's like it. Harry Kane's so great. I'm just like, is he though? If Harry Kane was so great, Spurs would have won something. And you know, I know this. <laughs> you know how I know. Oh, here we go. Because I've seen players win like stuff. Based on the fact of how like good they stuff. are. Oh, that's some content. Like, like, I watched that Spurs team now is better than some of the teams that Eden Hazard won stuff with. Like, it oh. is. It is. No. Well, this is getting increasingly no. difficult to listen to. No, some t- of the some of the players in this Spurs team, really bad. That's true. Really bad. Hugo Lloris. Some of the players of those Chelsea Ben really Davis. Did you know that Hugo Lloris has actually prevented, Hugo Lloris has prevented 40 goals from going in over the course of his career. Like 40, he's conceded 40 less goals than he should have done. Allison tops that list with 50. And he's played for like half the games, probably. Honestly, how pathetic are Spurs? Like they're they're they're, t- they're captain <laughs> and they're vice captain. The vice captain got drunk and drove. Like what a pathetic loser. Who is the vice captain there? Hugo Lloris. Oh, it's Lloris. Yeah. Oh, no, he is the captain, actually. So, yeah. They've got a nice spine of their team of just total wankers. <laughs> Eric Dyer. And the worst thing is, no, I actually like Eric Dyer. <laughs> he seems like a good bloke. Of all believe. the players, you like Eric Dyer. Have you seen, like, if Harry Kane, um, like, there's a guy from, over at Barstool who owns it who goes around and gets pizzas and stuff, and he's decided he's a Spurs fan. And Harry Kane, Matt Doherty and Eric Dyer get a pizza with him, and it's the most awkward thing I've ever seen because Harry Kane's a robot without feelings. A robot without... Right, if, you're, just great if you want to catch up with Mike, you can go to at Mikey Brazen on Twitter. If you want to catch up with Ross, you can go to at RossBird14 on Twitter. And if you want to catch up with Dave, you can go to... Literally any bin and stick your head in it and you'll get their thoughts. If you want to keep up with me, it's at Wern17. Please don't follow me now. Please don't follow us at In and Around Pod. If you've got questions, email us at In and Around Pod at gmail.com. Remember, we're trying to get Ross a free meal from Cafe Rouge. So tweet hashtag Ross for Rouge. That's a four, the number. And until next time, Sayonara and Harry Kane sucks donkey dick. <laughs>